Hey guys, Clay Edwards here. I want to tell you real quick about RC Lawn Care. My buddy Richard Coley is going to be the guy you need to contact for all of your lawn maintenance needs. You can reach him at 601-502-3529. They offer roof-to-curb service, blowing off the roof, gutter cleaning, basic lawn care, including mow, trim, edge, and blow, full lawn cleanup, trash removal, garden supplies delivered, pine straw installs, driveway, and sidewalk pressure washing. If grass is growing, you need RC Lawn Care mowing. Again, 601-502-3529. Richard Coley at RC Lawn Care. Proud sponsor of the Clay Edwards Show podcast. All right, you've tuned in to the Free Range Human Show of Choice, your daily dose of reality radio. It starts right now. This is the Clay Edwards Show. I am, of course, Clay Edwards, the maitre d' of chaos, the incendiary one himself. You got me for two full hours this morning, flying solo here at the mothership, 103.9 FM, WYAB. Of course, we're streaming worldwide at WYAB. Dot com, as well as the TuneIn app and Alexa. Just search WYAB. If you missed any of the show, you can always check out the podcast worldwide, everywhere. Just search whatever podcasting or music streaming platform that you choose from, whether it's Apple, Spotify, Podbean, YouTube, or all of them. Uh, YouTube seems to be short-lived. We stay in and out of YouTube jail, but I try to post it there. We also have a Rumble channel. Just search Clay Edwards Show. I post these uh, podcasts on Rumble as well. <clears throat> Follow me on social media. My Twitter handle, been more and more and more active, or my X handle, been more active over there than I ever have been. It's just uh, twitter.com slash at or slash save JXN. Frankly, all the Twitter stuff still works. So you go to twitter.com, I guess there's x.com, whatever. Get to the website. Or the app, search Save JXN. Give me a follow. You got anything you want read during the show? Hit me up there. If you'd rather do that, then you would text. If you want to text, the Guns and Gear text line, 769-241-1944. 769-241-1944. And as always, if you got my phone number, if you got my Facebook, if you message me there, it's all the same thing. So I, I try to read it all throughout the show. Let's see here. Um, I want to start, I think, with... Hold on. Sorry, Sean has sent me something about the polo trial. And I'm definitely going to get to that today. But come on now. When monkeys attack in Jackson, Mississippi, we lead with monkeys attack. In Jackson, Mississippi, we don't bury the lead at the Clay Edwards show. <clears throat> Let me clear my throat for this. Monkeys attack keeper at Jackson Zoo City investigating. <laughs> they got the CSI over there investigating. Was it domestic? Was it robbery, homicide? What are they going to charge the monkey with? Aggravated assault? Assault with a deadly weapon? Probably just a misdemeanor in Chalkways, Jackson. This was, just, this was an interpersonal relationship going to ride between the monkey and his handler. They knew each other. 
<laughs> there was nothing the police could have done to prevent this. This heinous monkey attack. Let's read here. This is on WLBT. A zookeeper suffered non-life-threatening injuries after being attacked by a monkey this weekend at the Jackson Zoo, city officials confirm. There was an incident inside the monkey enclosure at the zoo Saturday. While the zookeeper was servicing the animal... While the zookeeper was servicing the animal, Director of Communications Melissa Faith Payne said, I bet she wished she had never left WJTV. The zookeeper was injured as a result of the incident, which involved one monkey. <laughs> I guess one monkey can't stop a show. <laughs> Payne did not know what types of injuries the keeper experienced. She also did not know what type of monkey was involved? <laughs> we are still waiting for an incident report from the zookeeper so we can know in greater detail what fully transpired, she said. Payne says she would let WLBT know more information when it was available. Other issues involving the park's animal collections have been reported this year. Earlier, an ascetic black bear temporarily got out of its enclosure into the hallway behind it. He never got loose into the park, nor was a danger to the public. Oh, miss, come get your black bear from the zoo. Get your mascot. Uh, the news comes as the city leaders debate whether the West Jackson attraction should remain open. Last week, Council President Aaron Banks suggested closing the park, saying that the monkey, I'm sorry, saying that the money, I read the word monkey one too many times the last 24 hours, uh, saying that the money used to fund the operation could be better spent elsewhere. Ward 5 Councilman Vernon Hartley was joined by several community leaders who urged the city to keep the facility open. They're asking for $1.8 million. The zoo has made $50,000 to date this year. Even if you quadrupled it, you're still not halfway there. So, uh, if I'm a betting man, I, well, no, let me, I'm just going to give him a compliment here, but let me rewind. Let me retract. If it's up to the mayor, the zoo will stay open and they'll continue to throw money at it like they're trying to patch a hole in the Titanic after it hit an iceberg. If the city, if city council has any say so, I believe they will close this thing. So we'll see. The battle for the zoo, the battle, the battle for zoo supremacy begins. Oh, God. I made it through it. Y'all guys want to call in 601-879-0002 when monkeys attack. The Guns and Gear text line 769-241-1944. Man, they got to close this zoo. I know we've talked about it a good bit here on the show recently. I don't. They don't move it. Just, just close it. And then, then if somebody else wants to open a zoo, they can go about the the ways to do it. Run, running a zoo ain't easy. Ask the McLeans. It ain't easy running a zoo. Right, let's take a phone call. Good morning. You're on there. So, I'm just had you know a couple of years of really just not trusting the government. So at this point, judging the way Jackson looks and and everything that's going on, the only reason that the city council would and the mayor's office would throw money at the zoo to keep it open at this point is if they're getting a kickback. 
Oh, it'd be to launder money. It would absolutely be to launder money somehow or another. I mean, because nobody can look at the zoo. You can live next door to the zoo and be like, you know, my backyard's got zoo animals. It's so cool. And you still are going to go, this is a waste. So I just I just don't see why they're doing it other than they're just getting no. something for themselves. Yeah, a- a- absolutely. I mean, there would be no reason under any other circumstances. I mean, now this mayor's hard-headed. And he makes terrible decisions. We can't argue that. His track record proves that out. But keeping the zoo open would be just because he's too embarrassed to close it. But also well, but also because he's figured out a way to get a little off the top. To make money off of it. Allegedly. Well, the other thing is, why can't you move it? Yeah, I, know, I know racism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm so tired of hearing that. It doesn't even mean anything to me anymore. Why, I, like, I'm, glad, I'm glad they've neutered the word racism over using it. Well, yeah, it's just like, you know, the boy who cried wolf. They have said it so many times. Like, seriously, if somebody calls me a racist, I'm just like, you know, shut up. Let's keep talking about the subject. You know, it doesn't mean anything anymore. Nope. Yeah, man, I, look, the zoo should be, I don't, again, we keep saying the word moved. I want this, I want the city of Jackson out of the zoo business. So let's, let's close this one and let's let private, let's let a private corporation that wants to come in and, Fill that gap if they feel like the business is there, or the state of Mississippi, or whoever. Let them come in, and it needs to be private. The zoo don't need to be taxpayer funded. Well, what's the one out there in Madison? I can't think of it right now. It's uh, it's, it's private. It's, McLean. Um, yeah, I mean, they're freaking selling the 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 food for like five dollars a cup. Okay, it, they're making a killing. They have to be at least breaking even. I know they're not one point eight million dollars in the hole. You know, just move it and let people come out of there. It's not that big of a I – mean, grow up. Yep. No one to hold them, no one to follow them. What they ought to do is move, is close the zoo and turn that land into more uh, affordable housing options for Jacksonians. Put some more apartments there. They, they, they love apartments. Maybe turn it into a trailer park. Well, let's do this. Why don't we do this? Use their own activism against them. Let's call PETA and be like, look, they're abusing these animals. So they obviously don't have the money to feed them. And let's stick themselves on themselves. Yeah, I made a TikTok video last night. Well, I put it on all my different platforms. It started on TikTok talking about this very subject. I, I did. I tagged PETA in it <laughs> to use their own activism against them. So now that PETA's worried about what Clay Edwards is doing, we're usually not on the yeah. same side, I can assure you. But whatever. They they have monkeys being mistreated out there. They've been out there spanking their monkeys, mistreating them. Uh, you, know, you, can't, you can't spank your monkey in public, man. It's just you got you to do it in private. Exactly. All right, brother. Have a, have a good one. Uh-huh. How dare you mistreat your monkeys? Spanking them around. Now he's going to attack you. You know how you've been spanked by your monkey? Try explaining that to your wife. All right. I have nothing else to add to that of any value. Let's read any text here that we may have floating in the ether on the Guns and Gear text line. Uh, some of these I cannot read. Let's see here. Hit the reload button. All right. Unknown texter. Good morning, Clay. Why don't they shut the zoo down and allocate that money for raises for firefighters and police officers? Hey, I said the exact same thing last week when... This whole nonsense came up about the zoo needing almost $2 million to survive, and it's only brought in $50,000 this year. I believe that a successful fire and police department will do way more for the city of Jackson than any zoo 
possibly ever could. Money goes where money feels safe. People feel very people feel very unsafe in or around the zoo. Let's see here. Zach says <clears throat> they will not want to close the zoo because it would be admitted it, it would be admitting failure. Well, yeah, that's that's one side of it for sure. That is one side of it for sure. Um, <laughs> some of these I can't read. All right, we're gonna take a break real quick. Come back, reset. Let's hit the polo trial. Uh, polo's trial uh, got. They did the jury selection yesterday. WLBT's got a little pick uh, post up about it. Um, I feel like I have to cover this. I got my start doing solo, doing doing podcasts and radio shows with Polo. I feel like I'd be running and hiding if I didn't talk about this stuff. So we're going to cover the Polo trial. This is the Clay Edwards Show. We'll be right back on 103.9 FM WYAB. All right, welcome back in to the most incendiary show on the radio where we break rules when necessary. And I think that last segment perfectly encapsulated what breaking rules when necessary means. Like, Clay, what does it even mean? I don't know, but it's provocative. And I think that would just, I think we just did it. Um, all right, this segment here is going to be brought to you by our friends over at Guns and Gear, located right out there on 51 North in Gluckstadt, Mississippi. That's out in Madison County. You need a gun. If you need ammo, seracoding, gunsmithing, maybe you need to sell a gun. Maybe you want to trade a gun in. You can do all of that at Guns and Gear. Located right there on Highway 51 North at Yandale Road in Gluckstadt. Hey, look, man, I keep telling y'all, if you're not following them on Facebook, you're missing out on some of the best deals of the day out there. I'm just going to go go back a couple days here and just read off a couple of the, these great deals they've got. Here, look, I'm a pistol guy. I like pistols. They got a Glock 22 Gen 3 40 cal pre-owned for only 359. 359 for a Glock 40. Come on down, young son. Come on down. Tell them I sent you too, by the way. How about this one? Now I may not be able to pronounce this right. My my GD about to start showing a little bit here. Uh, a Bergara Bergara Wilderness Ridge 6.5 PRC Leopold. With some other numbers, pre-owned, only eleven ninety-nine. That sounds like a good deal. I, I remember hearing Sir Mixlot talk about Leopold scopes in one of his songs. So if Sir Mixlot's talking about it, I know it's expensive. All right, here's a, here we go. Another deal of the day: a Savage One Ten High Country Seven Millimeter PRC Twenty Two BBL threaded. This is a new gun, I believe. Ten ninety-nine. Here's some more stuff under a thousand bucks. How about this Bergara Ridge 308 18 BBL? Only. Make sure I get this right. Guys, I can't quite read it. It says 829 or 529. Let me see. 829. 829. So, look, let me not bore y'all with all these little numbers. You go check out their Facebook page yourself Guns in Gear, just like Guns and Roses. But guns in gear. And uh, you can go to facebook.com slash guns in gear MS and check them out. Tell them I sent you. All right. Fun first segment there. A lot of, a lot of good text and calls there. Man, you know, this pesky monkeys attacking Jackson. You know, get, get spanked by your own monkey. How does that happen? All right. Let's go to the polo trial. 
my former uh, co-host here, not here at this radio station, but uh, at WPBQ, I think is where we were at, Napoleon Edwards, a.k.a. the Cypher Voice, a.k.a. Polo, you know, is on trial for allegedly killing a man. This video here is about a minute 22 long. I believe C.J. LeMasters is probably the mastermind behind this at WLBT. I'd like to make sure I give credit. Here we go. Begins tomorrow in the trial of William Polo Edwards, the social media personality and radio host indicted on first-degree murder charges last year. Investigative reporter C.J. LeMaster joins us with exclusive information tonight. C.J.? Well, Courtney Ann, we were the only ones in the courtroom all day today watching a group of 64 potential jurors get trimmed to the 12 who will determine whether William Edwards is guilty of what the state claims. Now, Edwards faces a two-count indictment, first-degree murder by deliberate design and convicted felon in possession of a firearm. The state claims Edwards killed 45-year-old Robert Davis last May at a home of a woman both men knew. During testimony months ago, it was revealed that woman, Shadow Robinson, might have been involved with both men. Robinson will be the most important witness for the state this week because she allegedly saw the shooting. We also got a bit of a peek into the state's strategy for the case today in between jury selection, of course. The Hines County DA's office plans to introduce cell phone tower information proving Edwards was at that Clinton home when the shooting took place, not at his Jackson home as his lawyers claim. The jury selection process ended maybe an hour ago. Six men, six women will determine Edwards' fate. Opening statements begin tomorrow and we will be live streaming it on our website, WLBT.com. Courtney Ann. Sorry, that'll be that's from WLBT there. Uh, that'll be interesting. They will be live streaming the polo trial on WLBT. I'll have to have that on in the background. Let's see here. I made a few notes about this. Um, so I think the state has got around 36 witnesses. What do you guys think for a couple things here? Again, innocent until proven guilty. Innocent until proven guilty. Um, I ain't on the best term, best of terms with polo, but I'd. I still would want to be innocent till proven guilty if it was me. So, with that said, we'll pay those same respects. Um, do I think he did it? Obviously. Do I think he's going to get off? Um, nothing would surprise me in Hines County. I mean, it did come out, right, that he was a he was a CI for, for Jody Owen's office, a confidential informant. And his office is the one doing this trial, prosecuting this trial. Uh, it's going to be very interesting. Sean and I... I assume we'll talk about this in depth tomorrow. Let's see. I actually had a text from Sean concerning this. I can go back and read it here. Says, uh, I guess I tried to keep up. Let's see here. Yeah, I think that's what I just played. All right. So, <clears throat> I, I look. I, I think they got him dead to right here. I, I don't think there's any getting off. I think at, at minimum, he's looking at, what, 20 years being a felon with a firearm? And then he ran? Uh, he's, he's got a lot going on here. I, I, I think as far as any informant stuff, any snitching, you know, any any deal-making, it's, it's strictly to get him into a better situation wherever he's going. But he does have a very good lawyer. Very good lawyer, former uh, prosecutor. Um, not prosecutor, former... Uh, what's that guy? He, uh, public defender is the word I'm looking for. Apparently, he's very good. I remember that guy. I forgot about him. He's the old white guy with the ponytail. So, a lot going on there. Uh, 
I don't have a lot of strong opinions on this, believe it or not. I just, I, I think it all kind of speaks for itself. I think it was a crime of passion. I think, uh, you know, if you go back and you watch some of those, if you're familiar with this case, you know, Polo and Shadow Robinson were, I, I believe, obviously, having a, had a personal relationship. I remember there was a Facebook live feed she did or Instagram live or something like that. Well, she really uh, kind of emasculated him, called him a science project and all kind of stuff. Uh, I'm guessing that embarrassed him. Um, somewhere in, the, in within about that same time frame, you know, allegedly, if you follow the timeline here, she was uh, having a, a, a relationship of some sort with the other fella. And Polo allegedly walked in the house and, you know, found him there. And um, shot him. But was it a crime of passion? I don't know. Was was it more plotting than that? I don't know. We'll see how it all shakes out. It's going to be interesting. It really is. Because I'm going to tell you, just in my opinion, you know, Polo could have done so much. He had so much potential. He had good sources. He knew how to make the right people mad. And then somewhere along the way, somewhere along the way, he he got lost with he got lost with hanging out with the mayor, running in that circle, Dwayne Pickett, Marshawn Chrysler. I think he got a little consumed with the lust of celebrity and power and moving in and moving around with power brokers. And if he is guilty as charged, I think it's because he thought he could get away with it. Like he just he thought he had enough connections. He thought he'd made enough friends. He thought he knew enough about people. Thought he had enough dirt on people that he felt untouchable. And maybe it maybe none of that's it. Maybe it was just as simple as he walked in, saw a girl with another guy, and got in his feelings. That happens way more than people think. Let's take a call from Derek. Hey, Derek. Hey, what you think? hey, man. As you know, you know, we, we were both friends with him and everything like that, and, and I really found everything unfortunate. But for Shadow Robinson, um, and I can say it publicly, and you know, you know my name. She was a, a disgusting human being to begin with. You know, uh, you know, a creep. Somebody that's done anything and everything to get where she is right now. And let's just face it, she's trying to make it seem like she's this elite person when all that you got that from red money, you know, re-entry program stuff. So let's get that straight. But, you know, her business business hasn't been doing good because bad news travels fast. You understand? Yeah, absolutely. Bad news travels fast. So, you know, I, again, I'm not putting the sole blame on her, but she knows what role she's culpable in, you know, being a user and a manipulator herself. But anyway, I digress, you know. I, I wish him the best because he had the potential to do some great things, but there was only one thing I think he kind of he kind of realized that he was doing but didn't do. Um, Polo always talked about chess, and by all accounts, he was a great chess player. But what he didn't realize is there were other people playing playing chess with you as well. You know, because you wasn't watching your own back. You know what I mean? Like you just reiterated, like you like you just humbly stated, Clay. There were other people that was you know, playing him like a two-bit piccolo. Yeah, 
I, I, I believe so. I mean, he was being used as a mouthpiece um, for the Chrysler campaign to to badmouth Tyree Lewis. Tyree, Tyree Jones, I'm sorry. Tyree Jones. I, I always get Tyrone Lewis and Tyree Jones mixed up. Uh, Tyree Jones, you know, put all his dirty laundry out there, and um, it backfired. Yeah, well, like I said, man, you know, um, like the old Spider-Man comic book says, with great power comes great responsibility. You know, you had the people. You had the mouthpiece. You spoke for a lot of us, us, you know, underline, blue line, that wanted to say things and couldn't, you know, because we were ostracized from speaking our opinion, you know. And he finally took the time to talk about what we saw and what, you know, what what was the problem from our perspective. And, I, and I'm grateful for that. But it, it, everything was an unfortunate tragedy. You know what I mean? Yeah, look, I mean, even though him and I had a falling out there where he started calling me a racist for out of the blue, when it was clearly uh, politically motivated, you know, his attacks on me. But I can look past that. I've reached a point where I expect that kind of stuff. I look, I'm not here to bash him. He's guilty. If he's guilty, he killed a guy. But also... I'd be sticking my head in the sand to say that my where I'm at now, I would have never made it here if it wasn't for him taking me under his wings and putting me on that show. So yeah. as disgusted yeah. as I am with what happened, I can still be equally appreciative. Yeah, it, it's unfortunate, but you know, you you said it. You like like a lot of people, you had great potential to do really, 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 really well because as long as you invest in people, you're, you're you'll never go hungry or broke or anything like that. Yep. But when the wrong people start using using you, somehow you didn't realize, and that's what was the unfortunate thing. Yep, they weren't pulling him up out; they were they were using him. They're basically, it's like paying them hush money. Yep, like, we'll, we'll pay you to quit talking about us. All right, brother. Basically, but yeah, talk break. about these things, you know. Oh yeah, because I can't remember who that lawyer was. He was on that um that that radio show with. He called him out. Of, he, he called him a political whore on there. You know, he said, "I'll give this guy five dollars. He'll say anything." What, what was that lawyer's name on that other radio show that used to be on? Was it the White we believe guy? radio? Was it the White Guy? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I can't remember his name. I, I'll, I'll get it for you during the break. He, him and Malcolm yeah. Johnson do a show together, right? Yeah, yeah, but now he he did say it on the radio one day, <laughs> and you know, Paul, Polo just laughed it off. He said, "Yeah, you." He said, "You're." He said, "Here you are. You're a political whore." But he's got five dollars. He'll say anything. You know. Yeah. I was like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. It's, a, it's the truth. But it's again, the truth. It's, it's unfortunate, fits. man. It really is. All right, brother. Got to take my break. Thank you, Derek. Yep. Uh-huh. All right. Let's come back. Let's reset. Let's reset. There's more Jackson drama. It's a Jackson heavy show the first hour. But we're going to hour two. We're cranking it back up. They're, they're, they're ready to bring back mask mandates and lockdowns. What are you going to do about it? What are you going to do? Are you going to put your mask back on? Are you going to put your little gloves back on? Are you going to quit working? What are you going to do? It's coming. This is the Clay Edwards Show. But first, more Jackson drama. Somebody is going around and setting off the fire extinguishers. Not fire extinguishers, the water pumps. You know what I mean. Anyway, there's drama. We'll be right back to discuss it. This is the Clay Edwards Show. All right, welcome back in to the most incendiary show on the radio. This is the Clay Edwards Show, the free-range human show of choice. Your daily dose of reality radio. You ever wonder what like reality radio means? It means what we talked about these first two segments. It's real life. It's reality. It's the things that we deal with in our day-to-day lives in and around Jackson, Mississippi, and, them, and America. We'll dabble more and more and more into national stuff as it 
seems fitting, but let's just be honest. We live local. That's where our day-to-day lives take place is local. That's why I focus on local stuff or cultural war stuff that can affect us locally. But as we get this uh, 2024 election season cranked up, well, you know, we'll have those days where that's all we talk about. And look, I can always be scared, be steered another direction if there's something you guys want to talk about that I'm not uh, hitting on. Uh, text me. Let me know. Guns and Gear text line 769-241-1944. I don't mind. Look, you can text me 24 hours a day. Say, hey, Clay, I saw this. Would you mind talking about it? Just send it to me. There's a dang good chance I'll talk about it. You can also go post it into the Clay Edwards Show Facebook group if you're on Facebook. And uh, we get a whole group of people, whole group of people talking about it. That's why I set the group up to drive conversation for me to steal y'all's ideas for show prep. <laughs> like, hey, that seems interesting. People are talking about that. Maybe it'll make good radio. It's just that easy. So go join the Facebook group, Clay Edwards Show on Facebook. Hey, real quick, just a reminder: I'm gonna beat it up this week between now and Thursday. Stonington Farm beef they're going to be up here in central mississippi making a delivery friday you got till thursday to get your order in for the grass-fed difference it's 100 grass-fed it's 100 grass finished no mrna no hormones no steroids no none of that bad stuff all grass-fed they're going to be up here dropping it off you can get anything from one pound of hamburger meat or one ribeye steak up to a whole cow I bought five, uh, <clears throat> my, 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 without getting into my exact order, I spent about $69 on mine. I just, I'm trying to stockpile because I'm going to start carnivore again, and I want to have about two months' worth in my freezer when I go all in. And I'm getting close. I'm getting close. So <clears throat> you can too. Go to stoningtonfarm.com. And look, they got way more than just hamburger steaks and I mean, hamburger meat and ribeyes, too. I mean, they've got the whole cows. I mean, pick what you want. they got a great bone broth, too. What a great source of protein bone broth is. And frankly, it's so good to cook with, too. So check them out. Stonington with two N's. Stoningtonfarm.com. You'll go there. Go to, like, view our cuts. Look at what you want. It'll be priced out and everything there. Then you'll call Miss Katie Stonington, the phone number that's on the website. She'll put your order together. She'll text you a photo of your invoice. You'll pick which place makes the most sense for you. Brandon, Ridgeland, or Florence, you'll pick it up. They take cash or card. No problems there. They roll up in a big Stonington farm wrapped, a uh, big food truck looking thing. It's safe. It's secure. You're dealing with good God fearing folks. That's Stonington Farm Beef, the grass fed difference. Hey, a slight change of plans here. I, I, I saw this story. Speaking of local. Did y'all see the FedEx driver that got shot at by the two white guys has now lost his job? I'm, I'm reading this in live time. If, if it's a bit convoluted, bear with me. Lincoln County, Mississippi. This is on WAPT. A, a black FedEx driver. Well, they, they love to let you know these folks races. A black FedEx driver who says two white men chased and shot at him in Lincoln County in 2022 has now been fired from his job, he and his attorney said Monday. According to attorney Carlos Moore, DeMontario Gibson received an email about his termination Monday. Moore said Gibson was terminated on July 26. According to FedEx, Gibson was fired because he did not accept a part-time non-courier job that the company offered him in mid-July. 
Gibson, 25, said he's been on workman's compensation leave at about one-third of his pay since shortly after his reported he reported the attack to the police in Brookhaven, Mississippi, the night it happened on January 4th, 2022. Let's see here. Last Thursday, a Mississippi judge cited uh, police errors in declaring a mistrial for the father and son charged in the attack. A detective testified, blah, blah, blah. So here's the deal. He did not get shot, by the way, but he's been on, he's been on, what you call it, um, workman's comp for what, PTSD or something? I, I'm, I'm trying to be serious about this. I guess he got PTSD because if he didn't get shot, it's not a physical compensation. He ain't out because he can't work. He's, I guess, chosen not to work. Come on, man. Go to work. You got shot at. You must not be from Jackson. That's an everyday, that's an everyday thing in Jackson. You just got to get used to getting shot at. Some some places in Jackson, if you try to call them and say, "I'm, I'm gonna be late. I can't work today. I, got, I just got shot at, boss." Boy, you get hit. No, you better get your butt back here. You better not be late. It's just a cost to doing business in a city like Jackson, Mississippi. Come on, getting workman's comp because you got shot at, not shot. Come on, man, get back to work. Brush that dirt off your shoulder. You better brush that dirt off your shoulder. Get back to work, son. Ain't nobody around here feeling bad for you. I mean, I think what I think what what happened to you was wrong. But I think if you're trying to milk some kind of lawsuit or something out of this, I mean, that's obviously the only reason this this lawyer is involved, because they probably gonna try to sue FedEx. It's my lucky. It's my guess. That's why we're even hearing about this stuff. So, anyhow, let's see here. Back to what I was originally going to talk about. Ted Hennepin, over at Jackson Water, <clears throat> believes a saboteur is opening city fire hydrants to reduce water pressure. And for y'all that don't know what a saboteur is, that is a person that sabotages things. Basically, Chakwe Antar Lumumba, <clears throat> allegedly. I can just vision Chakwe himself. Like a, like a pesky little, uh, like a, <laughs> what's that, what's that thing that chases Roadrunner, the fox? Like a pesky little wolf or whatever, chasing the Roadrunner, doing, trying to set up booby traps and stuff to kill the Roadrunner. And Ted Hennepin's the Roadrunner. Um, and Chakwe's out there opening it up, fire hydrants. Ha ha ha, we're going to show them. We're going to show them lost water pressure. We need a black man to do this job. See, this white man can't do this job. Hey, that's their words, not mine. I'm just repeating what they said. All right, let's read the story. Jackson's third party water manager is asking residents to call 500-5200 if they see any open fire hydrants. Monday, interim third party manager Ted Hennepin told the Jackson Rotary Club that a saboteur is intentionally opening fire hydrants at strategic spots in the city of Jackson. We didn't know who was doing it or why someone was doing it, but said that the perpetrator had to be someone with knowledge of the water system. We are investigating that at this moment, he said. Hennepin says the openings have occurred in areas where a flowing hydrant could impact overall pressure. In recent weeks, Jackson Water has gotten reports of at least three instances of hydrants being opened. In those cases, 
In those cases, water officials found several hydrants open in each location. About 60 people turned out from Monday's Rotary meeting, where they were given an update on Hennepin's efforts to stabilize and improve the city's water system. Hennepin was appointed third-party water manager by federal court, handed down in November. He is also on tap to take over the city's sewer system as part of another agreed order pending in federal court. He touted progress made in restoring water pressure across the system, giving credit to Jackson Water Chief Operating Officer Jordan Hillman and Water Plant Supervisor Terrence Bird for heading up a program inspected all the cities, blah, 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 blah. Chakwe, why are y'all messing up the water? Chakwe, why are you why are you sabotaging the fire hydrants? Chakwe. Why are you doing this? Or is it Rakia doing it? Which one of y'all are the saboteur? Which one of y'all is the saboteur? I know we got a lot of firemen that listen to this show. Firemen, how big of a pain in the butt is it for y'all to have to go out and fix this nonsense? And here's what I would like to know. How far up the ladder does this go? Chalkway call up one of the boys. That you know, the one of the one of the alleged dope boys that he always gets off the hook anytime they get pulled over by JPD. He's like, "Hey, I got to call him one of them favors. I need you to go bust open some fire hydrants because we got to make this white man look bad because we got to have a black man do the city of Jackson water because Jackson's eighty percent black and it only works if a black man does it. So, but I'm gonna make sure the police don't mess with you. I'm gonna make sure the police don't mess with you. Just go open this up. I want to see text messages and emails." From Chakwe or Rakia. I don't think it's too hard to paint a picture of what done happened here. And it shouldn't be too hard to catch them. And where I'm from, it's called a clue. It's called a clue. Who stands to benefit the most by getting rid of Ted Hennepin? The people running the city of Jackson because they want somebody in there that'll play their minority set-aside contractor game. Follow the money. Let's take a break. Come back. I was doing so good to the just then. Let's take a break. Come back. Land the plane for the first hour. This is the Clay Edwards Show on 103.9 FM WYAB. All right. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. Hey, I just saw, I just shared it to my Facebook page to the Clay Edwards Save Jackson page. Uh, they've got the mugshot of the thug monkey that was arrested. That's right. The mugshot is posted. I shared it. Central Mississippi mugshots posted the exclusive image of a thug monkey that attacked a, that, that, that spanked its handler for trying to spank it at the Jackson Zoo. You can see that on the Clay Edwards Facebook page. Oh, good stuff. Good stuff. All right, when we come back, man, First hour was fire. When we come back, I want to talk about Oliver Anthony. It's official. Rich Men of Rich North of Richmond is the number one song in all the land. What an epic move. What a big time deal. Broke all kind of records while he did it. And hey, they're bringing back mask mandates. They're bringing back lockdowns. Are you ready? We'll be right back.
All right, we are back live on 103.9 FM, WYAB, the mothership. We're also streaming worldwide, WYAB.com, or the TuneIn app, or Alexa. Just search WYAB. As always, if you missed any of this show, I know a lot of you are in and out of your cars. The podcast is available. I'll have it up by 10 a.m. every weekday morning. Some Saturdays, I do a best of. Some Saturdays, I don't. (laughs) depends on what my editing time is like as I get out of here. But with all that said, I guarantee you the radio show, the full two hours, is posted every day. It's actually commercial free for the most part, minus the live reads. So it's it's only 120 minutes of your time. It's not actually two hours of your time. I try to make it as uh, listenable as possible. That's why we try to make sure we get our live reads in for our sponsors. Just search Clay Edwards Show for a podcast wherever you do that or the other. Hey, real quick, speaking of sponsors, this one is going to be brought to you by A1 Gear and Auto. Hey, look, man, we sent a we sent one of the kids' trucks over there Friday. Had to get it towed from a job site to A1 Gear. Uh, shout out to my buddy that towed it for me, American Recovery. Um, Got it towed over there to Florence from Brandon. The truck wouldn't uncrank. It was the weirdest thing. You could crank it. But you couldn't uncrank it. And then the one time you needed to crank, it wouldn't crank. So we just sent the tow truck, quit trying to fight it, got it over there to Justin. Justin, of course, got it to crank, couldn't get it to uncrank, knew exactly what it was, went straight to the problem, had it fixed in 15 minutes. Now, can I guarantee you he'll have your vehicle fixed in 15 minutes? No, I can't. I tell you this story because that's just kind of service I expect when I go to A1 Gear and Auto. They properly diagnose it and they fix it right the first time. So whether you need, whether your Silverado won't uncrank, <laughs> your air won't blow cold, your check engine lights on, or your rear ends tore up, they can do it all. A1 Gear and Auto, what they specialize in though, is your ring and pinion, rear end, transaxle, that type stuff, transfer case. Get your, you know, get your gears fixed, rolling right. That's A1 Gear and Auto. But heck, I've had my daughter's car over there. She's got a BMW. Got it getting the air conditioner fixed. They're searching for a part for it right now. They do it all. The only thing they don't do is work on diesel engines. They can, they can take care of your ring and pinion, but they ain't working on the diesel engine itself. They will uh, they will refer you to a specialist as far as that goes. All right, check them out. That's A1 Gear and Auto right there in Florence, Mississippi on Highway 49. If you're heading south, past Tom's Fried Pies is going to be a couple miles, mile and a half or so down. On your right, big white building, big red sign. If you've gone to Gunner Road, you've gone too far. A1 Gear and Auto. Hey, speaking of Tom's Fried Pies, I finally went by there last week myself. Tried a Tom's Fried Pie. And I, I listened to Kim Wade. I listened to those guys, uh, those those customers that have been there. I didn't get just one. I got four. <laughs> I ate three of them. <laughs> I gave my grandmother the fourth so I wouldn't eat it. But I tried the chicken pot pie. And I tried the uh, the beef. The chicken was was my preferred one. If I go back, it'll be a, it, I'll do the chicken. But the apple pies, but ow, but ow. Free plug for Tom's fried pies on the Clay Edwards show. Uh, definitely worth the trip down there. Get you a fried pie. All right, you better be stockpiling fried pies and everything else too. Lockdowns are coming back. Here's about a four-minute video from my good friend and yours, Mr. Alex Jones. And I'll cut it off at some point. I doubt we listen to the whole four minutes. Ladies and gentlemen, I got a call yesterday. An individual was in town. 
and they wanted to meet with me that I know well, and they are a high-level manager in the TSA. And I went and met with them and had a cup of coffee with them. And they said, you got to warn people. Tuesday, we got called in, the managers, and told that by the middle of September, that the new policy is being written, that this is done. They were told this is happening. This is not hypothetical. You will all have to wear masks again, and so will airport employees. Then, by the middle of October, they are going to say that everyone flying has to wear a mask. And in the meetings, people began to ask them, well, I mean, why is this happening? They said, well, because of the new variant in Canada and because of the WHO, they may you know, declare this. But regardless, we've been told this is going to happen. Are you all ready? Are you ready to start wearing your mask again? I know some of y'all are. Some of y'all are weak. Weak mask wear. Some of you still wear your mask. Ride around in your Toyota Prius by yourself with your mask on. With your I'm with her bumper sticker. With your race racism bumper sticker. Your Black Lives Matter shirt on. Your purple hair flying out the window. Y'all are ready. You're already ready already. Come on now. And then they were told, we expect by December a return to the full COVID protocol of 2020-2021. And I was given many more details. I wrote down notes on it. Then I left. Called the first federal connection that I was thinking of. Didn't answer. Called the second. Answered. Told them what I've been told. And they said, what day was that? I said, Tuesday. They said, yep, we were told yesterday. This is yesterday was Thursday, so it was Wednesday. Expect COVID protocols to begin rolling out middle of September. And I said, what else were you told? Basically, that they believe this new variant's super bad and that they're doing the testing and that they should just get ready for a whole new rollout of what happened before. And this was Border Patrol connected people I was talking to and testing at the border again in the whole shooting match. That's two federal agents that told me this yesterday. And then I went and looked at the news, and there they were saying Canada's looking at new restrictions again because of the variant, and so is the EU. And what did the Russians just put out three days ago? U.S. is plotting another pandemic. Russian head of the defense ministry warns. Now, new lockdowns will starve the third world. New lockdowns will destroy small businesses. New lockdowns will take the average person that's already $5,000 in the hole, and their paycheck is 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 just on time, we'll put them into full bankruptcy. And the children in the mask and the, the, the attempt to push a new shot 
for the new variant, and we're right back in the same hellhole we were in just a few years ago. And why is it perfect timing? Because you go into the election year, they had the last crisis go over two and a half years, they'll bare minimum run this through the next election, it's only 14, 15 months out, with mail-in ballots again, and we have all the eyewitnesses and testimony that they'd get the mail-in ballots, and in some cases they were 99% for Joe Biden. Who believes that? U.S. Postal Service whistleblowers, USPS, poll-watching witnesses. I have it all here. We'll play it next hour. We do not have to sit here and take the same criminal UN, global, WF, New World Order regimes, second rollout of lockdowns and attempts at forced injections and travel restrictions and being told you're not essential. We don't have to lay down and die. And for the third world, but they'll lock them down again under IMF World Bank control. All right. Tate Reeves, I hope you're listening. I hope people in your camp are listening. We ain't playing that crap no more. We ain't locking us down. You're not going to call us essential versus unessential. We ain't doing no dang mail-in ballots. You think BLM burned it down in 2020? You ain't seen MAGA mad yet if you try this nonsense. We will burn the whole system to the ground. Let's take a call. You're on there. You there? Yeah, I am. You? Hey, man. Hey. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I was listening out, John. You know they were starting, they already started in colleges. I don't know, Harvard. I got the other ones, the mask and the vaccine card. Yeah. They're it's, starting to push it. I know. They're going to they try. They're going to try this crap again, ain't they? They see they can't win no other way. So what are they going to do? They gonna, it's, it's COVID time again, baby. And I, you know that Juneteenth, or not Juneteenth, that, well, the money thing, the digital money, they say that's going to start coming into full swing, too, by the end of the year. Oh, the CBDC or whatever? Yes. You know, you got to have a card. You ain't going to be able to pass cash or none of that stuff. Yeah. Like you're saying, better go can up and, and arm up. Hmm. Get rid of, I, I think they going to – this election, they know they're fixing to lose it because they're looking to support for Trump. They're doing everything in their power to get rid of this man. Yeah. I don't know, like Pence coming to Jackson with Haley Barber. That's, that's, that's just this. Um, man, I will vote for a potato before I vote for Joe Biden. Well, I've talked to some people. You know, they say, I'm not voting in favor. I mean, you got to go vote. You got to go vote. You got to go vote. I mean, they're trying cool. to take that away. Cause they, and I've got a couple people saying, that, you know, they're scared it's not going to be an election next year. I, you know, I don't know what the constitutional. I, you know, I, I don't. I don't pretend to be a constitutionalist. I don't know what's in the constitution that would uh, that would keep people from voting. We voted during wartime. We voted a bunch of times. You know, in, in, in tough situations. I, I can't imagine what could possibly happen where they where they say we can't vote. So we'll, well see. We're either going to have to do the mail in ballot or something. But I, I'm with. I've heard several people say this: make it a national holiday and everybody do a paper ballot. Yeah. Look, never forget that they tried to steal 2016. They just didn't do it enough. Well, you remember back in Florida way back with the hanging chats. Yeah. I yeah. mean, they've tried it before, but they've got it perfected now. So They've been working on this for a long time. All right, brother. i got to take another call. All right, brother. Uh-huh. Be safe. Be good. Let's take one more call here. Hey, brother. You on there? Hey, Clay. What's going on? Uh, 
Yesterday when you mentioned, like, what's the crazy things that the governor locked down for us here in the state, mm-hmm. I had one, and it was the reservoir for fishing and boating for a couple of days. Oh, yeah. They were mad that everybody, had, if they were off work, were going and hitting up the res fishing. Oh, yeah. Shout out, shout out, shout out to our friend, uh, friend C.J. Masters for uh, snitching on everybody out there fishing at the reservoir and hanging out. Right. And then it was like you had to have one person per six foot of boat and you had to be related and show birth certificates or whatever crazy little restrictions they had as well. Yeah. And no, that's a great one. I, you know, and that's why, that's why I ask you guys to rem- help me remember stuff because I live in a little, uh, kind of an echo chamber sometimes and it's easy for me to forget some of the crazy stuff or, you know, churches closing. I, I the, those press conferences Tate Reeves did every day. I was really hyper focused on the, what they were and not were not allowing bars, restaurants, and salons, you know, and hair, barbershops to do. When there was so much more out there, they closed in city parks. Uh, they were selling crazy stuff to try to clean the parks. I, man, I tell you, people made a fortune. I got some friends that made a fortune selling sanitary products. But uh, hey, I'm gonna take another call, brother. Appreciate you on that one. All right, yes, sir. Uh, thanks. Sorry, y'all. I'm operating this solo. Hey, you're on there. Uh, good morning. Hey. Only thing I can say, uh, they got plans. They got plans, buddy. They got the CIA and already wrote up war plans to go to war against uh, uh, white supremacists or whatever they want to call it. Y'all might well get ready, buddy. They got plans. Only thing I can say for my people, stand down is not your fight. Stop taking up for the Democratic Party and all the ones. Uh, we not. I'm not in it. I'm not in it. We, uh, they need to give passports to all African Americans that want to go back to the motherland because this country is done. But when I say done, it's done because it's not going to survive a civil war. The Bible says we must separate, and it's time for separation. It really is. Black folk and white folk ain't, can't get along, ain't going to get along, and ain't supposed to get along. You know what I'm saying? Free, the, free to land. Free to land. Free to people. we got to take a break. Thank you, Master D. We'll be right back on 103.9 FM WYAB. Keep the calls coming in. 601-879-00. Welcome back in here to the Clay Edwards Show. We're live on 103.9 FM WYAB. Streaming worldwide, WYAB.com, as well as the TuneIn app and Alexa. Just search WYAB. If you want to call in, 601-879-0002. Are you going to be submissive? Are you going to be submissive? Are you going to lock yourself down, put your little mask on, take your vaccine, do what the government wants you to do if they bring COVID back? Or if not, what are you going to do? Are you going to stand up and fight? I want to hear about it. 601-879-0002. This segment is going to be brought to you by our friends over at Lakeland Glass and Tent. There's some fighters over there. I can vouch for these guys at Lakeland Glass and Tent. Follow your home, car, Business window tinting needs, they got you covered. You need glass in your vehicle, windshield, side windows, whatever, they got you covered. They can do it all. Lakeland Glass and Tent. They're also doing vehicle wraps now. You need to convert your vehicle to an urban assault vehicle. They got you covered, man. Nothing looks meaner than a flat black vehicle, flat black SUV with a bunch of big lights on it, some guns mounted to the side. They don't do the guns, but they can do all the other stuff. (laughs) Check them out, man. Shop, start online, schedule your appointments for window tent and everything. 601-946-1000, where quality matters. Or again, online at lakelandglassandtent.com. All right, I want to continue this a little bit. Uh, 
I was going to start the second hour off with the Oliver Anthony hitting number one. We're going to push that back a little bit. Uh, we're going to roll. We're going to go with the hot hand right now, and that is talking about these COVID lockdowns. You know, when when they try to do this, you're probably going to need some home security stuff, too. Uh, this ain't necessarily an ad read, but it's a reminder. You know, when they start coming door to door to take your guns and uh, force inoculate you and all that stuff, you're going to need some cameras outside your house. I'd probably hit up WatchmanSecure.com, Watchman Security Services. Let them get you covered. Get a gate, a remote gate, at remote and camera gate access, so you know who's on your property, you know who's outside, you know, so you can prepare yourself. That's WatchmanSecure.com. I know, sound like a conspiracy theorist a little bit this morning, but hey, we ain't been wrong. You you may not like the words coming out of my mouth, but the fact is they're true. Again, I went back and watched some of my videos, the very first videos I ever made doing my rants, the week that the lockdowns and school uh, being closed and all that started back mid-March 2020. It's scary how right I was about what was going on. And it proved out to be true. So therefore, I now consider myself a bit of a prophet. Clay Stradamus will call himself. Clay Stradamus. There's some other people who have, uh, who are making some great points. I want to play a couple little videos here. And by the way, if you want to go back and watch or listen to any of these videos, I am retweeting them to my Twitter or my X account now. Just go search at Save JXN. I just retweeted the Alex Jones video that I played in the last segment there. And uh, how about one from Robert F. Kennedy Jr.? This is him talking about, well, why is the CIA at a health event? Let's take a listen. There's only a minute. This event called Event 201, a pandemic simulation that took place in October 2019 in New York. What is the CIA doing in a pandemic simulation? They're not a public health agency. What they're talking about is using this pandemic as a pretext for clamping down totalitarian control. And the first thing they said is we got limit free speech. We can't allow people to criticize government policies. We cannot allow people to talk about a lab leak. They're doing this in October of 2019 before anybody of us have ever heard of Wuhan. I believe in the idea that we shouldn't be trying to control communication, but rather flood the zone, in a sense, with a trusted source. The things we want to do is work with telecommunication companies to actually ensure that everybody has access to the kind of communications that we're interested in providing. CIA has been conducting these simulations since 2001. They're practicing how do we use the next pandemic to execute a coup d'etat against American democracy and against the Bill of Rights. And that is very, very worrying. Everything that they modeled, they did. Everything that they modeled, they did. I'm retweeting this right now. Yeah, I need to go down some of these rabbit holes. I know we're talking about pre-March of 2020. You look at this stuff and think, oh, these people are crazy. I know I did. I mean, I, in the back of my mind, I'm a conspiracy theorist. You know, I don't, I question things. But I never even in my wildest dreams thought we would be doing the things that we did. I thought we would allow them to do the things they did to us. Here's another video here. Um, I'm not sure who this girl is, but she makes a great point, and she does it so passionately, and no cuss words or anything. She does it so passionately. It's about a minute and a half long. I wanted to make sure we played it here on the show this morning. I don't do a whole lot of videos and stuff. Uh, Mike Madison is really good at that stuff. I, I, I just try to run my mouth, but he's really good at the clips. So this is kind of in honor of Mike Madison here. This girl says, 
in this video. If your church closes again, it's time to find another church. Here we go. I'm just going to say this. I heard uh, this morning on another podcast that this variant obviously is already sweeping the UK. They're considering having all their citizens in the UK mask up again. Guys, I am begging you. If you stood down in 2020, please stand up in 2023 when this hits our shores. Because if you think you lost freedom last time, it ain't going to be nothing compared to what they're going to do this time. And if we overwhelm these idiots and let them know that we will not do this. Now, I'm going to step in. She's so right. If we decide to put our petty differences aside, if we decide to stop the white-black nonsense, and we come together as one, we could have this thing back to 1776 by lunchtime. To lunchtime. By lunchtime. All this nonsense would be over with if we decided to come together and point our anger in the right direction to those rich men north of Richmond. And those of us that stood last time don't have to stand alone? Then we can beat this. We can actually beat them at their game this time. So please don't be a coward this time. Don't mask your kids up. Don't go and not go to the grocery store without your mask on. Don't send your kids to school with masks on. Don't stop hugging each other. Don't stop going to church. And if your pastor shuts his doors, find a new church. If your pastor finds a way to agree with the narrative, find a new church this time. Guys, we are living in the end. And they are trying so hard to tear down our country from within. And they're doing it, and they're going to continue doing it. And the only way for us to push it back is to stand up. There are far more of us than there are of them. But they are going to work exceptionally hard, and I guarantee you, if they start pushing this in our country, it will be far worse than it was last time. Far worse than it was last time. They want 15-minute cities. They want us to stop communicating with each other. They want to censor us. They want to shut us down. We have to stand we're already seeing it with what's going on in Hawaii. And if you think that was a natural disaster, you got another thing coming. All right. What do y'all think? Let's take a call here real quick. Hey, you're on there. Hey, man. Hey. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's, let's do this. All right. Hey, go ahead. Hey, you're on there. Oh, okay. I thought I heard another voice. You did. I don't uh, know why. Those wires get crossed sometimes. Oh, no, no worries. Uh, I was about to say, I was start off a little joke. Well, I'm black, so 1776 wouldn't be a great period for me but uh, <laughs> uh no she's completely right um I, we just need to start a petition man and i mean i'm not a favorite piece fan i mean i know you aren't either but i mean we just need to go ahead and hey let them know yep. we're not shutting anything down <laughs> i mean and if it needs to go up to the federal level we need a petition to the federal level too like just get ahead of everything before they, I mean, even start thinking. Well, they've already started thinking about it, but I mean, you get what I'm saying. I would rather, it. I would rather whatever this next variant is, just kill me before I lock down and play this game again. Oh yeah, just I'm, put me I, out of my misery. I mean, I, I'm not going to be a, I'm not going to be a free range prisoner. Yeah, I never uh, locked down initially. Mm-mm. So I'm not going to knock down this time. And uh, just a joke, another joke. I mean, I don't know if you've ever seen the uh, documentary Supersize Me. Oh, yeah. Uh, but he had a second one come out. And in the second one, he opens a restaurant. And uh, he wants to have uh, free-range chicken and all this stuff. 
and he calls the FDA, I mean, or, yeah, the FDA, and they're like, well, you really don't have to. The only thing to classify chicken as free range is they have the opportunity to go outside. <laughs> you can just put barbed wire in front of their enclosure <laughs> and open the door, and that's considered free range. Well, that's kind of what they're going to do to us. Yeah, so, I mean, so basically we're, we're uh, cattle or animals at this point. Yep. But, yeah, it's just crazy, man. All right, brother. Great show, Clay. Hey, thank you, brother. Great call. Yeah. All right, I think we got, I think we got, Um, let me see here. Hey, you're on there. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off a second ago. Hey, how's it going? Good, good. How's it going, brother? Ryan, we got Ryan on hey. the air. I'm sorry, I had a brain, dog, brain fart there. Let me tell you something. I'm going to take full advantage of this. If they do this shutdown stuff again, man, I'm going to let them fire me. I'm going to let them do everything. I, I, they already gave us a playbook. I'm going to get rich off this, man. If they shut this thing down again, I'm going to do everything I saw that I, that I should have done the last time. I'm getting that PPP money, and they're going to have to come get me from Mexico. Bro, I'm doing everything. They didn't give us a playbook. Now I am doing everything I can possibly do to get rich if they shut this thing down again. Um, I'm telling you, man, I, I've seen it. I'm like, and you, man, I know people that have TVs in their bathroom now on the ceiling. <laughs> from this PVP stuff. Man, I sat back and was like, man, if, if they do this again, I'm getting rich. I'm telling you that right now. I'm getting rich. Uh, yeah, absolutely. The gloves are off. Yes, sir. The gloves hey, are man, off. Take care. take care, brother. Great call, Ryan. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Hey, hey, Ryan. I want to see if Ryan was going to the polo trial. He said he was going to. All right, phone lines wide open, man. 601-879-0002. Let's take a break. Come right back. I want to stay on this. We got to go with the hot hand. What y'all going to do if they try this nonsense again? It's clearly, it's coming. Say what you want, say what you will about Alex Jones. He ain't been wrong too many times. He ain't been wrong too many times. Got Sandy Hook wrong. He admits that. But he ain't been wrong too many times. We'll be right back. Back in here to the Clay Edwards Show. We are live on 103.9 FM. We're on roll this morning, man. Great show, great calls, great topics. Y'all are welcome. Good job, Clay. Good job. Good job doing your job. <laughs> Let's go straight to the phone line here. Who do we have calling to tell me how great of a job I'm doing? Hey, good morning. You're on there. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you? Good. Is this um, WYAB? It is. Is this Clay? It is. It doesn't sound like you. Okay. Look, Tate Reeves is not in office yet. He's not what? He's not in office yet. Well, he is in office, but he has not started his term yet. And he does have a contender out there. And people that like to go to the gripping grands and the street marches down there in Jackson and all them people that like to go and let all these politicians lie to them to their face instead of just on the media and whatnot need to hold one of those meetings with Tate Reeves as a guest to honor and ask him what he intends to do, what his plan is, what his guarantee is that that same crap that happened before is not going to happen again. And if he can't answer it and he can't do it right, then really it doesn't matter which one of them's in there. I agree 100%. 
I agree. I mean, cause, and then said, the thing, I said, I don't do the political running around chasing them people. I get sick of listening to them lie on TV at this point. I haven't always been that way, but you know, I'm, I don't, I'm not going to get arrested. And that's what would happen within a matter of probably two minutes. Yeah. People are like, well, Clay, it could have been worse. I mean, you know, he didn't do all the crazy lockdowns. Yeah, it could like, be worse. We uh, could like, be dead. Or, or, or you or you may be, for all I know. I don't know. I hope not. Or I, I did not. May have lost a loved one because of that crap. You know, just the whole thing is just crazy. And I can see making a mistake. When, it, when this first all started with the COVID coming here and all that, I was working in a grocery store, and I had regular customers, and, you know, people talk and mill around, and, you know, what do you think about this, and what do you think about that, and um, then a couple of months, it went into essential employees or not. I was considered an essential employee, even though I worked in a deli in a grocery store. That's really not essential. I mean, everybody is essential. If you're working, if you're producing and you're doing what you're supposed to do you are essential i don't care if you don't do nothing but dig holes and fill them back up all day if you if your bills are still essentially to are still essentially but what am i trying to say if it's still essential to pay your bills your dang employment is essential I, that's I work, right but i worked at, at a car lot we weren't necessarily essential i mean i'm glad we were i'm not complaining right but well, see, that's the way was. i look at it too what well, you know i'm saying a deli yeah it's not as essential, to, in my opinion, as a, a church or any type of house of worship that any, you know, whatever, what, what any, no matter what anybody believes religiously or whatever. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's like saying, it's like lining up 10 people and saying, okay, you know, you're pretty good. You got to get, and that's just not right. Yeah. But besides all that, that's all just little stuff that we could argue back and forth about for years. That's what people do. They argue. <laughs> and they really argue now because they can sit you know, behind the screen and argue all day, which I don't do that either. I have no social media at all, never have, wouldn't know how to turn a computer on, couldn't even work a smartphone to call the law if it was an emergency. <laughs> I got a flip phone, and that's all by design. I'm, I'm a bit, I'm a bit jealous of you. I must say. <laughs> well, you know, but 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 you're even un, you're that, unplugged from and the matrix. I know that I know that it's a good thing. I know that it, you know, it, it saves lives. It, you know, uh, saves time. It does all that. But I'm telling you, it was put here. To do just what it's doing, and that's separate us and keep us apart yep. with people they don't even know, wouldn't know them if they saw them on the street, might even end up being their best friend, their husband, or their wife. You know, it's because they've never met them, and then they want to know why can't people, why can't we talk, why can't we talk? Because we quit talking. America doesn't talk anymore. They tweet or they text or they, you know, whatever. Yeah. Hey, I'm gonna, I, I, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna jump off here, but I'm, gonna, I got a thought. I'm gonna finish off. I mean, off, off the call. So stay tuned. Okay. Appreciate right. you. Okay. Uh huh. Bye. 
Thank you. Uh, gr- great call. Great call. She she got across the point she was trying to make, and uh, I, I am a bit envious that she is unplugged from the Matrix, as I am fully networked into the Matrix. She had, she stumbled onto a great point there about social media and it being put here to keep us divided. Definitely, definitely a CIA psyop, social media is. Um, It's put here, and I've, I've told the story, I know I've told it to Sean, I've told it on the show multiple times, I've told it to Therese, I've told it to anybody who will listen. And I'm going to use like the Save Jackson comment section or the WLBT comment section or whatever as my example for this. But just pick any random news organization that posts topics that could possibly pit the left or the right or black and white against each other. That's why they use titles like black man shot at in Brookhaven by two white men, six white cops in Rankin County torture two black men. Cause they want you to go to the comment section and drive engagement. Engagement drives dollars. Engagement drives views to the websites, so on and so forth. But what it does is, what it does, it takes a lot of people. She made a great point. People that have never met each other. People who most likely would have never met each other. It takes those people. Uh, let's just say, it takes, I, I'm just going to use broad terms here. It takes a hood rat from Jackson and a redneck from Rankin County. People who would have never had any reason to be in a room together for the most part, right? People whose social circles are completely different. People whose way of life is completely different. Everything. I'm not saying one's better than the other or anything. Just calling a spade a spade. It takes those two people with completely different views of life, completely different lived experiences, and it puts them into a comment section together discussing the most polarizing topics of our time. Of course they're going to argue. Of course they're going to say racist things back and forth to each other. That's what they want. And we've all fallen for it. Hook, line, sinker. You know, you people that just sit back and just read this, just read the tea and don't post. You're as bad as us that do. We all fall for it. I know people who don't ever post anything on social media, but they'll sit back for hours at a time reading the comments. I ain't saying anything wrong with it, by the way, because I'm usually up in the comments doing it. I, I'd be a hypocrite if I said, oh, you shouldn't be doing that. I'm just, my point is, even if we don't, quote unquote, participate in the culture war, being an avid spectator makes you know better than us who are participating in it. Let's take a break, come back, land the plane for the day. This is the Clay Edwards Show. back in to the Clay Edwards Show as we get ready to land the plane for the day. I implore you guys, get out to the big salad. Get your lunch. Turn any of their salads into a wrap. And don't forget, they do catering. Also, if you're downtown Jackson, oh, also, real quick, big salad. You can order it online. You can get it delivered through take-a-break deliveries. And if you're downtown, you want a good blue plate, hit up Martin's downtown for what I believe is the best blue plate lunch in all of central Mississippi uh, best country fried steak I've ever had. That's Martin's Downtown, also available on food delivery apps. Go to martinsdowntownjxn.com and check out the details there. All right, so i got a few minutes left here 
I want to talk about Oliver Anthony. Guys, we did it. We did it. We took an unknown artist from out of nowhere and we made him number one artist in all of Billboard over the top 200 charts. First time ever. I'm going to read this real quick. Oliver Anthony makes history by topping Billboard's Hot 100 with debut song. Oliver Anthony has officially made history with his debut single, Rich Men North of Richmond, by topping the Billboard Top 100 charts. Monday, Billboard announced Monday that Rich Men North of Richmond debuted at number one on the Billboard Hot 100 chart for the week of August 26, making Oliver Anthony the first artist in history to hit number one without any prior chart history in any form per Billboard. The Hot 100 is all genres chart that combines sales and streams of official audio and official video with radio airplay and sales sales data. Richmond, north of Richmond, was released on August 11th and garnered 17.5 million streams and sold 147,000 downloads in the week ending on August 17th, your boy's birthday. According to Luminate, the single wasn't promoted to radio, but chalked up more than a half million impressions on country radio stations. Guys, Morgan Wallen's song last night was one week away, was one week away from breaking the most weeks at number one ever, was one week away. Now, it's not consecutive, it's just because the song can fall in and out of the number one spot. Morgan Wallen could still get the record for most weeks at number one ever, but he's going to have to beat Oliver Anthony to do it. He prevented history from making. He made history and prevented history at the same time. Right now, he has prevented Morgan Wallen from setting the all-time chart record for song for weeks spent at number one for last night. So that's pretty cool in and of itself. We took a nobody from nowhere, and we put him at we put him at number one over the all-genre chart in front of Taylor Swift and everybody. Guys, keep telling them. Let them keep telling you your voice don't matter. Let them keep telling you that the right can't organize. Ask Bud Light what happens. Ask Target what happens. Ask Oliver Anthony what happens. Ask Aaron Lewis what happens. We sent them the number one. We sent the other ones to the last in line. We are no longer silent. We are no longer the silent majority. We are just the majority. I will see you guys tomorrow. Stay blessed. Thanks for listening. Tune in tomorrow at 7 a.m. as the Clay Edwards Show discusses all that is going on in and around the city of Jackson. This concludes our broadcast day. Right here on 103.9 WYAB.